Welcome back to Because Mom Said So. I'm Kelly, mom of three. And I'm Jill, wife and mother of three. I'm Melissa, wife and mother of two and furry one too. <laughs> I'm Holly. Um, I'm a wife. I'm a mom of three, boy, girl, boy, and an educator. I kind of left out my doggies too. I am a mom of two really cute little and two <laughs> doggies. My gosh, I left them out. And your kitty cats. I see Welcome them a lot back. on social media. <laughs> I, know. I love them. More than your children. I know. Yeah. They are my children. I am the I'm mom sorry. of them. Me okay, too. let's go. Everybody, today we're going to talk about cutting the cord. Oh, which, I don't like this which one. I, I have been having a hard time with that because now I'm like an empty nester. Yes, you and are. I had to cut the cord. Oh, I hate that expression. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I remember when your kids were itty bitty, I like when know. Josh and Paige and Brooke would sleep over on the weekends. Yeah. And we would all, they would all sleep together, all yeah, the kids. Now they're all big. I mean, that's life. They've, they've grown up. Mm-hmm. But you're right. When you're a new mom, it's hard to imagine all the stages of their life, when they get teeth, when they walk, when they go to school, when they graduate, when they get married. Yeah. I mean, there's all these stages and each one you kind of have to suck it up mm-hmm. and cut the cord and move on to the next stage. What, what is it about that expression that bothers you uh, so much? Because you're like using your- Are you thinking of the umbilical cord or- I, Well, what other cord yes. is there? <laughs> yeah. But you For said real? last well, night- now every time I hear that, I'm gonna think of that. I, that's disgusting, that's, Joe. Sorry, that's what came to mind. But I like yeah. the fact you said you just want your kids happy and I do too, but it's really hard letting go. I mean, my kids are 16 and 17, but your daughters, you know, don't live with you anymore, your older daughters. Yeah, and yeah you said two of them graduated college. And are becoming adults. I don't know if you I know? have such you a hard time with it, it because I never really worked as they were growing mm. up. So every single thing my kids did was my life. That was my 100% I put into was my kids. And now that they're old and they don't need me and they're cutting that cord, I feel like they still they, need they you. They took away my identity. They don't need me anymore. Like that's what I was. I was your mom and now you don't need me anymore. But they do because Brooke always says, I wish my mom yeah. was here. Yeah, I think we I think they don't need us, mm-hmm. but at every stage they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still need my mom, and I'm fit of something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, I, I leave my house to go to the grocery store, and I tell you, I'm with my kids all the time. As soon as I'm out of the parking, or, or you know, out of our garage, I get a FaceTime from one of them. Where are you? I'm yeah. like, I told you I was going to the grocery store. When will you be back? I'm like, so you didn't cut the cord? No. <laughs> happy there's that cord again <laughs> yeah maddie's turning 18 and she wants to move out and i it it breaks my heart but i'm actually getting kind of used to it now because she goes oh i want to get that for when i get my place i want to have that and i'm like it's hard but well i think that'll be easier like when they cut the cord and they move close by you still have that that you can it's just a couple minutes to drive and see them right like where me it brooks Across the Thousands country. Thousands miles away. Like, it's not easy for us just to, like, we really cut the cord. Mm-hmm. You know, where at least Maddie moving out, she won't, she'll be close. Right. It's hard. I would say, like, even EJ, he's in his senior year of college. And when he graduates, like, what are you going to do next year? What is he going to do? Did he tell you? Yes, he's going to live with us. So that's <laughs> Oh, that is good. So now that we got that settled, he'll live with us. But it was supposed to be a longer period of time. And now it's 
only a year. I'm like, but, but you said you were going to be there for a couple of years, a few years saving up for a house. He's like, no, we decided I'm going to move in with my buddies and we're going to move on the South side or shady side. I'm like, that you that wasn't the plan the plan was that you were going to move back home but you know what it's one of those things that you want to see your kids thrive and be yes. successful and That's i have to think back to when i graduated from college mm-hmm. that i did not come back home to, to new york like i'm a new yorker i grew up in right. Bronx, so you, new york. Le- you left home and never went back i never went back i went and i taught i came back for the summer and then i went to teach at a boarding school in new hampshire and then i moved <laughs> to pittsburgh that's I so... never moved back. And oh. I had to think about that. I was like, wow. I wonder I like, if that was hard on your mom. I wondered now thinking back on it. I'm like, wow, it was never even up for a discussion. It was never something that I even asked really my parents for input or yeah, that, what they like thought. Like with Brooke, when she wanted to move to LA, like she didn't really like ask me or we didn't like have a discussion about it. No. It was just like, this is what I'm doing. And one day she was just. And she got a job. And went. Yeah, she got her job and just left. And it just was like one of those things. Like I just did. I didn't she think didn't about it. She didn't say to me, "Mom, permission." Like, Man, can I may cut I. the cord? Can I cut the cord, Mom? She should no. Let them grow up. That's what we have to do. That's how about we use that instead of cutting the cord. We let them grow up. We let them become adults. We let them move away. Do you know and what I said to Maddie? Back. I said, I'll, "I'll still do your. I can still grocery shop for you, and I can come and do your laundry." Yeah, but that's like what I said. Like, still if, does that. if they cut the cord and they stay close, you can still do that. Like, see, like mm-hmm. I got to fly twelve hours to get to Brooke to do her laundry. That's your not sister really, still does your like. I, she would go yeah. to college. I remember yeah, because she was she would get my, their laundry once a week and do it. Yeah, she was my girl. I can't fly to LA every week to do Brooke's laundry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know but she probably doesn't ask you to. Oh right? no, no. Well, that's what I mean. We we no. need to let them like, right? Yeah. You you need to let it go. Yeah. Cut the. Cord. I don't want to do her laundry. <laughs> I want her to come home and sit and be like, wait, wait, Jill, what did I ask you last night? I said, do you make Kendall do your laundry? Do her laundry? And you went, no. I'm like, Hell good, because no. I would never let make my kids do their laundry because people say, I teach my kid how to do their laundry. Eight years old. I'm like, why? Because like, they're kids and they're living at home. Let them be kids when they move out. Mm-hmm. If they stay away from home, like Charlotte moved to Arizona and got her apartment, I'm like, and then they have to do it themselves. So let them be kids. And that's why. Yeah, but met, you have but to teach them I'm a the little bit way. along the way. Like you can't yeah. just throw them out and them never have done a load of laundry. Okay, Melissa <laughs> didn't know how to bake a potato. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I still have to call and ask about it. But that. she knows how to pour the downy in the Drano. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So yeah, no, it's, it's not easy letting them go, cutting the cord, mm-hmm. but it, it's a stage in their life. It's a good thing. It's, it's, part, of when gro- they're it's part of growing up. All right, ladies, you know what time of year it is. It's the holidays. It puts a lot of people over the edge. As you guys know, um, if there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's amazing. It really is. And you can start communicating within 48 hours, which is great. You don't, It's not a long wait time to get a doctor to talk to. 
And it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling. And it's done securely online, right from your home, which is really awesome. The services available to clients worldwide, which is pretty awesome. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So, you know, you have options. You don't have to stick with the first person. But um, I've heard a lot of good things about this, you guys. You know what's really good? If you read some of the testimonials on their website, those are really encouraging because you see that so many issues that other people are going through might be similar to what you're going through, whether it's a separation or you're just feeling a little isolated because of the pandemic. It's really reaffirming to see that other people are getting help through better help. Yeah. And it's more affordable than the traditional office counseling and financial aid is available. I would imagine it's very private too. So that's what I like that you don't have to like go into an office and, you know, be embarrassed of people seeing you go in. It's very at at your house and you're private. I agree with that, Kelly, because I think there's a stigma attached to trying to get like services for your mental health. And to be able to do that in the privacy of your own home at your convenience makes all of the difference in the world. And just knowing that you have that resource is tremendous. So hopefully people will take advantage of this opportunity. You can do it by video or phone sessions. I think it's nice to be able to do the video because it's nice for us. Like when we're not on video, it's like, but yeah. it's good. I, I like to someone. put a face with who I'm talking to, especially right. if so it's like a doctor, you know. Exactly. So the idea that you can schedule a video or phone conference is pretty cool that you have that option. I I just think that's really thoughtful because exactly, you want it to be somewhat personalized. I mean, you're trying to share your feelings. Exactly. You're trying to share your feelings. So it's good. Yeah. Special offer for Because Mom Said So listeners. Get 10% off your first month. Visit betterhelp.com slash because. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with help of an experienced professional. One of the things my, and I learned this as an, well, fake adult. I was young. I was in college. And part of what I learned about growing up was really from my mom, who when I was looking for colleges, I really wanted to stay in New York City. And part of staying in New York City is that there are great colleges and universities. In mm-hmm. New yeah, York there's City. a lot to choose from. And I'm very, very, very close to my parents and my, my siblings. When I wanted to go to school and I was applying, I wanted to stay in New York. And my mom said, part of growing up is that you need to move away. You need, wow. you need to, you need to go because if you stay home, you won't grow she up. She kicked the oh, little yeah. birdie out of the nest. She kicked the birdie out of the nest. Oh, and at first I was like, her. I was yeah. like, because I knew how hard I had to be for her because yeah. Yeah. we yes. were very, very close. And we're still very close. It was very. very hard for her to see her oldest go away like that. She said, but you will never grow up unless you leave New York City, which has amazing schools and amazing opportunities that's i never knew so, that story i see that i with forget Brooke, about though. that her her going and like she has no choice but to do things on mm-hmm. her own so she she has to grow up she mm-hmm. has to figure out how to pay her bills and do her laundry and as parents yes we need to be needed and wanted and but it doesn't really help them yeah i love give that grit them. Oh, right. you gotta let them go but i laugh at the girls when i take 
water costs so much money. They're like, you have to pay for water. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean Dasani. Yeah, oh, I mean out of the faucet because you take so many baths. Like Kenzie takes a bath every day uh, and, you know, a shower. And this, I'm like, water costs so much in L.A. And they're like, wow. You know, that's what you have to teach them is mm-hmm. you do have to pay water and yeah, your trash and electric. And It's funny that you say that because when Nia did um, a little series called Adulting with Nia, so it's all this idea. I love it. It's it was so kind cute. of funny. I and mean, it's interesting the feedback she gets. The fans actually like it too. But there were so many things that she really doesn't know how to do because we've just have done for her. And she just, yeah. but, she's, but sure. now she's craving it. Like she's like, I need to do this. I need to do this on my own. Um, Like even though I was living with her in LA, I still did the bulk of the shopping of and everything. And she now has to figure out how to live on her own. My kids didn't even really know how to write a check. Yeah, same. My is, husband taught them a class. No. They were like, like, what what well, do you, you know put why? there? Checks, what do you put there? Checks are a teeny bit obsolete now. Well, no, not when you have to you mail can, in your rent. You can pay well you like if, yes, if but you can pay anything online. Credit Venmo cards or, or Venmo or anything online, I don't Venmo. Know. It, you need to know how to write a check. I mean that's just life. Wait for it. Soon there will be no such thing as but, checks. So Greg taught the girls a personal finance class last year. He got fake checkbooks and oh, Kelly um, could and, have gone. <laughs> but you know, and they had like a spreadsheet and everything that they spent on their debit card. He put it in, and you know, just to teach them. And they were shocked. They didn't. DoorDash, DoorDash, uh, Gucci, DoorDash. <laughs> no, it's all it's all Postmates and Target. It's good life skills that the kids need, but if they don't necessarily have that experience, like thinking about it, then it's really hard for them. But for me, it was hard to let go of my boys in some way because I just started spending more time with them, and then I have to realize like they're really growing up. So for me, it was like for William. In my mind, he was like still he's twelve. Baby. He's my baby, That's so he's baby. like twelve years old. Mm-hmm. And then recognizing he's not twelve years old anymore, I, and he's driving, and there are things that he needs to do. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when did you grow up? I said that to Brooke yesterday when I flew in. She picked me up at the airport. I'm texting her, telling her what door I'm at, and like stuff like that. And she pulls up, and I get in the car, and I'm like, it is so weird. Yeah, roll, getting in my roll getting reversal. in your car, and you're picking me up at the airport, taking me to your apartment. I'm like, it just seems so weird to me because you know it's usually me picking you up at the airport and taking you where you need to go and stuff. It was just so weird. Oh, for like, sure. I'm like, you're getting but old. Didn't you're it, getting didn't big. Didn't it feel good? Didn't it you did. feel like it a did. little something clicked yeah. and you did something right? Yeah. And now, yeah. Yeah, she grew up she and grew up. now she doesn't need her mom. <laughs> I know, but it's always sad different. at 23 when you're grown up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, she still has a lot to learn, but, but yeah. that's great. But the needs are different. That's the thing I've learned. And then when I talk to parents too, as you get, as your kids get older, it's not because they're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard when they're young. And when, you, when they get older, it gets easier. It's like, it's just different it's different yeah it's different it's not necessarily easier because the problems are more complex mm-hmm. and they need you for different things and some things you can help them with and you can find a resolution for really easily and some things you can't you can just help them navigate and how they manage their emotions and how they may manage their reactions like for me one of the this was really young one of the first times that i learned to let go or you know, let my kids go or cutting the cord has had to do with EJ when he was like four years old. He was like four or five years old and he was in preschool. It was young and it was had to do with whether he could wear a coat. 
whether he should wear a coat. And it was to school. To school. So we were oh. going and we were leaving and we were fast. Like we would fight over EJ wearing this coat to school. Because I'm like, oh. it's cold. It is winter. You put on a coat. And at one point, embarrassingly enough, I was in the lobby of the school building busting with William EJ to put on his coat. And the teacher walks by and later she says to me, she's like, just a rule of thumb for you. He will know when he needs a coat. What? She schooled you. She schooled me. But it was a really good life lesson to me as a reminder. It's like, he will know when to put on a coat. When he is cold, he will wear a coat. (laughs) And when he's not, he's not cold. Such a funny story. Was schooled. I was schooled, but it was a really good lesson from your reminder that that you have to let go. You can't, you can't micromanage everything. The kids have to grow up, and if he wants to wear a coat and I wear a coat, like let him figure it out. If he's cold one day, you will just be cold without a coat. But if you have to, as a parent, be let your kids grow up, and if it's even just figuring out when or when to wear a coat or not, and it can start at. A young age. It does preschool. A good one. My kids were little. Like when Brooke went to preschool, I can remember. I I was probably the worst mom ever. I I would take her and drop her off, and she would cry and didn't want me to leave. I would stand outside and look in that window for like an hour. (laughs) I talk about not being able to cut the cord. Like (laughs) it was like I was eating my snack and my lunch outside of the window of the preschool because I couldn't leave her in there. It like killed me. I think oh, I did better so funny. having her cut the cord as an adult than I did like going to preschool. Really, I really had a hard time with that. My mother did that for me when I was in kindergarten. We lived in New York. She sat on the stoop when I went yeah, to I just like, would stand there. I did it for Maddie when she went to ballet. She was two. She didn't want me to leave. I stood outside. There was this little window. I have a picture of me standing and sitting in Studio B with Brooke during her first dance class because I like didn't want to leave her in there (laughs) Maddie went to this ballet studio and it literally had a little mirror like this and she wanted to go in so bad but she didn't want me to leave she could see just my legs I would stand there for 45 minutes every week no well that's why some so she could see your legs so she knew you were there yeah Mm -hmm. and the teacher she never cared no Good. Really? The teachers let you get away with that? No, because she was such That's a sweet ballet teacher. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that That's was crazy. for you, not for Brooke. Because Brooke well, didn't know she, you were no, there. No, she would cry and she would cry. But I would have to stay there until I knew Aww. like she was perfectly okay. I think. Okay, so. you also have to keep in mind, I was a mom who also worked in a school. So I would have to drop my kids off. So I didn't even have the luxury to even think about doing that. It was like, can oh, I no. get you to school? Yeah. Or on you time. need to be yeah. on time? And then make it to work on time. Yeah, so I yeah. didn't even cross my mind that that was even an option to mm-hmm. do that. It was more of, and also the issues of, like even with EJ wearing a coat was I didn't want people to think I was a bad mom. Yeah, sending my kid off to school. Yeah, sometimes a coat. it's how you your appearance of yes. being a bad that mom. mom. Yeah. So it's sometimes it's, it's, it's more of that than. You know, like do your you, teacher's you... going to think I'm crazy sending you to school without a coat. Exactly. You have to have a coat I mean, on. Well, that teacher's probably a mom, too. And it's, it's <laughs> dealing with the same issues we are. I love to eat healthy. And I always say if I had like a personal chef, I would probably be so thin oh, because yes. I, I love vegetables. I love everything like that, but I don't take the time to cook it. You know, like I'm always in a rush. I'm either you know, running out the door, so I'll stop at a fast food place or, you know, I'll grab, you know, something that's quick to cook. 
Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. The menu of ready-to-eat chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. So you don't need a chef, Kel. Here you have Sakara. Exactly. It's a nutrition company, so all of the thought has already been done for you. So that's the good thing about it. It's like, but Which you know wellness. I like Holly. Yeah. <laughs> the less well, thinking I have to do, the better. <laughs> well, me too. But I'm I'm looking at the menus in this one. It like I I'm really obsessed with sweet potatoes. I've been eating those. Oh, for I dinner. love those too. I do too. And this has like a superfood sweet potato bowl. It has like creamy sweet potato, almond butter with wow. ba- uh, blueberries, almonds, and bee pollen. I mean, it's yummy. Mm, that's sign me like, up. Like I would never make that for myself. Like no. I would do just a plain sweet potato. But like, I wouldn't either. Because somebody I, I is already doing it and all I have to do is cook it. It's it's fabulous. Exactly. Like, would you think to do that or to prepare it or have those ingredients and the fact that it comes no. like that? Like, wow, that's fabulous. I'm like, I want to eat that. Yeah. I don't know how to make it myself, but if someone else does it for me and puts the thought, I, I love it. It's just a great idea. I think the detox would be really awesome. I really want to try it. They have like a cleanse. And it's really cool. It says it's, it temporarily eliminates inflammatory foods, giving your system a break and reducing toxic stress. It's really yeah. awesome. And it's real food. It's not just liquid for the detox. They also have like a metabolism super powder. Joshi would be helpful if you're trying to regulate cravings, I bet, or just maybe helping to shed a few pounds here. E- even if you just did that in the morning. Yeah. As a quick breakfast as you're running out the door. Well, I'm thinking as I get older, my metabolism is all over the place, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. So having some kind of help to kind of guide that is Yeah, Holly, you turned the big 5L, huh? I did turn the 5L. Your metabolism changing. I only have a few more months. Enjoy, girl. Enjoy it. (laughs) Hi. This year, treat you and your loved ones to the gift of radiant health and prepare your body for the indulgences to come with Sakara. And for a limited time, Sakara is granting you early access to their only sale of the year with 25% off site-wide with the code MOMEARLYACCESS. That's 25% off your entire order when you go to sakara.com and enter code MOMEARLYACCESS at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A.com. My kids, they were in school till third and fourth grade, but I never let them ride the bus. I hated the bus. I just didn't. One day the girls begged me because they didn't have dance. It was a Wednesday night. They're like, can we ride the bus home? I'm like, yes. Maddie had her phone because I bought them a phone because of dance. And Maddie calls me from the bus. She's panicked. She goes, mom, I know I'm responsible for Mackenzie, but she's not on the bus and we left and we couldn't wait for her. And I'm <laughs> oh like, oh my God, Mackenzie missed the bus. <laughs> oh no, Mackenzie was teaching ballet to her teacher in school and her teacher she she missed the bus <laughs> and maddie was so you know how maddie is mm-hmm. she's like anal she was so upset she goes my sister i don't know where she is and i'm like so i called the school so maddie got home we got in the car and we went and picked mackenzie up and kenzie's like mom i was just teaching my my teacher ballet i'm like but you're you wanted it. They never went on the bus again. They went on the bus once and once well, done. Sounds like Kenzie never made the bus. <laughs> yeah. Maddie cried the whole way home on the bus. Um, but no oh bus for you. Goodness. Never so again. Stressful. Isn't that funny? The bus is a difficult thing too for little kids. 
I mean, it, that can be scary. That's very scary. And also as a yeah, mom, I letting, your, that. letting yeah. your kids go. Like, talk about independence. Like, at what point did you start to give your kids, because that's part of independence, getting your kid on the bus, letting them go to a mall by themselves, letting them do, mm-hmm. you know, um, going to a football game, whatever happens. Like, when did you decide to give your kids the independence to give them a little room to... To I go still do things didn't decide to, Holly. I was forced <laughs> to. But we, I think we did it as, because we were together for so long and our kids were together. So we had Brooke. Mm-hmm. We had, because she was a, the older Oldest, girl. Oldest, yeah. And so we would, remember, we would leave them in the hotel room and we would eat downstairs. So that was like a big thing for us. They would be in one room. They would make the room a mess. <laughs> it would be sopping wet. Um, they would give each other massages. But, yeah. you know, Brooke was always there and she was older and she could watch not yeah. that she was old enough really to <laughs> yeah sorry but to watch yeah them. but yeah. we weren't far we were always right. i mean yeah. you know in the same building is different from but in the mall did we let them walk in the mall if we were i can't remember if they yeah, were when we would go to dinner we would let them walk around and shop that's true yeah. that they gave what were we later. thinking i know <laughs> right <laughs> i'm thinking about like one of the first things that ej asked me to do was go to a concert and the age I sent him to let him go to a concert oh. by himself for the first time. And it, the funny thing is we just saw this, we just thought about this during the pandemic was because William was wearing the t-shirt that he <laughs> got from the concert. Oh, and we were, he's that. like, I remember that's the first concert you let me go to. How and old was he? He was in fifth grade. <gasps> wow. He was in fifth that's grade. Young. That's so young. Because I, I, I was like, no, you didn't go to a concert in fifth grade. He's like, I did. He said, but you let me go with, you went with three other friends and a mom oh so yeah. he wasn't by himself but i was like i let you go to a concert in fifth grade that's what crazy. was i thinking, was I thinking? Yeah. Like, you were with the, he was with, the but he was with my mom but but still that was like wow that was a big that was a big moment and then the first concert he went to by himself we went to see the black eyed peas when he was in fifth grade and then in eighth grade he saw ed sheeran and that was his first concert by himself <laughs> and yeah going into high school so that was kind of interesting we let the kids cross the street at the grove Remember, and they would go shopping, and they would do it by themselves. And they were how old? Twelve, yeah, probably twelve. And they would ride their little scooter things when they were allowed to do that. Yeah, that's true. So it's just interesting to think about when they're allowed to do certain things, and when you get them that yeah. think it they're seems old like enough all to this do well, it. Happens so much younger now. Well, yeah. and and so you know, Kendall is six and seven years younger than her older sisters. So there is a progression where things change and they're like, I can't believe you're letting her oh, do that. Yeah, you, you never, never let me let do that. Me do that. Yeah. Right. So, but I think because the times have changed. Yeah, right. the times have changed, but I grew up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Realizing, well, she's not going to get hurt and she has this friend or this parent right. or this group. It's okay. When you lived with Nia here when mm-hmm. she was doing the soap and she was 18, she told Maddie, she goes, my mom just doesn't realize I can live alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but you secretly don't want to. And I knew she didn't mm-hmm. because when she huh. came out here, she was coming out by herself and she was like, do you mind if I stay with you guys? And we're like, of course. And she ended up not coming because the pandemic, but you know, yeah, that's it. It's the thing is that they, they can do a lot more than we than give we, them like, credit, yeah. credit for. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say any advice you give to other moms. Well, I yeah. think what I, what I'm, just remembering about our times together, mm-hmm. like your girls basically did high school all on their own because you weren't there. And EJ and William, William was so young and you went home and you were devastated. You're like, 
he knows how to cook. And he knows how old. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if he wanted yeah. to eat, he, he had, had to, to learn how to cook. cook. Because your husband worked until nine or ten, and he would yeah. make macaroni and cheese. He would have his, you know. And she's like, he Josh need cooks me. more than Brooke and Paige. And I swear it's because we weren't. I wasn't around. Yeah. So he had no choice but to do that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Figure it out. <laughs> If you're yeah. hungry, that's and, right. And they figure do it figure out. it out. And, and you know, when we worry and get all uptight about, oh, we feel so bad. They're fine. But the intuition they is another thing. Like the intuition, like if they want to go to a concert, I don't let Kenzie go to a concert without sending oh, a security with her because I just don't. I mean, it's just too scary anyway. Yeah. And um, she wanted to, she saw Pink Sweats, who she loves. She saw him at the Grove and he said, I'll put you on the VIP list and come to my concert tonight. And she goes, mom, I'm going to go to be, um, you know, to Pink Sweats. I'm like, yeah, if you bring an adult with you, she doesn't yeah. want to bring me. Yeah. Um, but she is, they are grateful though, when they do have someone, you know, because it is, it is scary out there, but they do want to be independent, but I think they are smarter because of everything they've gone well, through. Well, they're very worldly. They're Our worldly. Children. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the ones who traveled with us and mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can send my kids to an airport and know that they can get on an airplane by themselves more than I could probably send my dad. Right. Because like my dad would be lost because he doesn't do it. Like like right. they yeah. just they they learned a lot of how to how do to that kind of stuff. Yeah, they they kind of helped us. us through us through yeah. it. They're yeah. like, yeah. on this way. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Kindle Nia stories is they recently came back. It was they were traveling last year from somewhere, and they were traveling back from LA to Pittsburgh, and they ended up at the the gate because it was a sign gate, and they're doing TikToks. TikTok. and they're doing a TikTok dance, and I just like, you know what? I'm back in Pittsburgh. I'm like, let me just check the like text them to make sure they're aren't about to board the plane uh-huh. i don't usually do that they're like we're fine we're making tiktoks they get back they're like i'm so glad you texted us because we were at the wrong of the year they oh, were like, i facetime my kids they were like they were like we were headed to chicago <gasps> they changed the flight but they were so busy they sh- you know how they changed yeah. the gates yes, they yeah, were I so busy so. doing tiktoks that they had missed so yes yeah, so it's one of those things like yes they are so capable but they're still but kids yet. And so, and I I love the fact that they were able to like appreciate that a mom kind of intervened for a second and wasn't like, oh, mom, I can figure it out. And they were like, we're good, we're good. And it waited to tell me when it came back. Yeah. They were no longer. You remember that story? It was so funny. I do. But I would always, like, it's so funny when I was working at a school, I would tell parents, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so difficult worrying, like, dealing with my adolescent girl, because that's when it was really difficult when they were tweens Mm. and, you know, trying to test that boundary and giving mm-hmm. them space and everything mm-hmm. and I was like I wish they had a sign that would say little girl is in woman is out <laughs> and just flip it over so I know who I'm talking to oh yes because sometimes it was like oh my gosh I'm I'm almost a th- teenager I'm 13 I can do x y and z and then when yeah. you give them a little responsibility of something else they're like oh my gosh I'm, a, I'm just a kid how can you expect me to do yeah. all of this yeah, like, right. it's not funny it I goes hope. back and forth so it's really those boundaries shift and change so much and they want that and they crave it but at the same time can't you know the on any given day, they can they handle it so much. They still need direction. Oh, they yes. Still and they always they will need still their mom. need their mom. That's always. right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even cutting the cord or letting them grow up. I you mean, know, they still need their mom. They always will need their mom. You know, Maddie or yep. Mackenzie so, still fa- um, kisses me. Like, yeah. she kissed me on the lips the other day. And I 
would melt at me. Maddie doesn't kiss me. Um, she'll hug me and go, oh, our boobs touch. And like, it's feels, <laughs> I know, she's like, oh, that's weird, Mom. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> but Mackenzie always hugs me and she's just the different. Yeah. Well, Kendall's thing <laughs> is, you didn't tell me you love me. Mm-hmm. I scream, be careful if I forget. I'm like, be oh my careful. God. And she's like, you didn't say you love me. <laughs> like, Honey, I love you. Now be careful. <laughs> my funny. thing is, like, if I, I usually have my be safe and make good choices. So if I don't yeah, say that. my mantra, right. the kids was like, you didn't say be safe. <laughs> you didn't say make good choices. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, isn't yeah. that good? That's in mm-hmm. their yep. brains. That's. I always say, be careful. As a mom, that's what we want. We want Mm -hmm. to be in their heads. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) What would my mother say? Exactly. That's how you should think. What would your mother say? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Fan Fan question. question. Yeah, we have our question. Oh, yeah, listener question. Um, I think Hall has it. This one is from, oh, bubbles underscore drop. Uh, would we do it all over again? Is there anything you'd like to really change about the experience? So thinking about parenting and motherhood, is there anything you would change about anything you did about mothering? This is so weird because I think about it now. So I have three three children. My oldest two, Riley and Charlotte, are a year apart. And Kendall's so much younger. I wish I'd had another child. Mm. I hate that I say that, but I do. I mean, that... You know, so she would have that connection, mm. even though all the girls, you know, I they're mean, so they're close. like, yeah. yeah, they're so close. But at the time, you know, you think of finances and t- physical time. Yeah, right. I don't have time to give each one of these kids all the love they deserve. And yeah. I didn't want to have another baby. And I wish mm-hmm, I would have. Mm-hmm. That would be But mine. that's not really doing anything different. That's, that is. that's, that's, that's me. I wish Kendall had a sibling closer oh, to yeah. her age. It's kind of like see now with me, guys. mine are all fifteen months apart. Mm-hmm. That's so, so close. I had yeah. three kids under the age of three, all in diapers. So Can you imagine that? I Ooh. I like I I think maybe I would have spread them apart a little more because I didn't really get to have quality time with each of them because oh, I always had my hands so full. I mean, Brooke was three, Josh was two, Paige was one, so like I couldn't take them to the store and like not like let them just run around on their own I, and I was only one person so I think if I spread them apart a little more I would have been able to have just more one-on-one mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. but then again I look at it and I think because they're so close in age that's why they're, they're so close friends, friends. Mm-hmm. oh do you mm-hmm. know what I mean right. so, so I don't know if I would do that differently or not like there's pros and cons to both of it it's funny to think what we if we had the choice yeah, what to, would we do? It's it's a, it's that's a, hard a good question. It's a good question. Bubbles <laughs> underscore. Oh, she's on it. Okay. I always wanted to ha- to be a mom really young in life in my twenties, and I'm so glad I didn't mm-hmm. um, because I, you know, I'm fifty some and fifty, and I feel really young now, and I feel like I'm uh, I'm established, and I love that my kids are. I'm growing. I feel like I'm growing up with my kids because <laughs> yeah. I do feel like I'm in my twenties. I do feel like I'm in my twenties, um, and I'm smarter now than I was stronger. Thank you, Holly, um, for <laughs> teaching me to be the way I am. Um, I don't think I would change anything. And I'm glad that my kids are 20 months apart. They're so close. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they, they fight, must. they fight, they fight, they fight, but they love each. Well, they are yeah. so close and I'm so fortunate that I, I have they them. can relate so much more when they're closer, when they're closer in age. In age. You know? yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're so different. They're to- polar opposites, yeah. but they still love each other so much. Um, no, I wouldn't change anything. 
One of my favorite things about this time of year is cooking. I love to cook. I love to sample eating and drinking a variety of things, but that also means that I'm usually packing on a lot of unnecessary calories and I'm always trying to find ways to, I don't know, still enjoy life, but maybe not enjoy it so much that I'm taking in more calories than needed. Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker. Kelly, I think that you'll really enjoy this. You know what? They have zero sugar and low carbs. And I think the sugar is what gives you the hangover. So, Yeah, well, Kel, this is sugar-free. It's like virtually sugar-free. So usual wines are made from world-class AVAs in California, Napa, Soma, and Santa Barbara. I wonder how they could do it and it tastes so good. Well, it has something to do with the grapes because grapes contain sugar. So to clarify, all usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that's left over is delicious, clean wine. That's amazing. I also like that they come in 6.3 ounce bottles. So it's like a glass and a half of wine, which is perfect because I like to drink wine when I'm cooking dinner and I like red. Well, when you open a bottle of red wine, you have to drink it or it it goes bad. So this is like the perfect amount is just, you know, one and a half glasses. And so you don't have to get drunk. But you don't have to throw away the rest of the bottle either, which is nice. Well, um, they usually come with a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. That's what I would like because I like like a Moscato. I think they're coming out with a Cabernet Sauvignon for Christmas, for the holidays. Oh, yeah. It's a a holiday product coming early November, so it should be out really soon. It's limited edition. Well, I'm thinking about it for my sister, who is a wine connoisseur. We went to France last year, and we did a bunch of wine tasting. And so I discovered a lot about wine through that experience. So I've been thinking already what would be a great holiday gift, and she's single. So this would be pretty cool for her. It would be a good gift for me too, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend who likes wine too. (laughs) Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code MOM for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. That's usualwines.com and discount code MOM. For me, the biggest thing for me, it's just, I wouldn't obsess about the small stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I, I no. have to agree with you. Because there are so many things one, when huh? I was younger, like a young mom, things I thought were so important, like things well, I had to do. And I'm like, eh, it doesn't matter. And in the scheme, I think no one remembers those things anyway. I think you live and learn that. Mm-hmm. Like, like when Brooke was a baby, if she dropped her binky, like her pacifier, I would Scrub it. I would <laughs> boil it. I would do this, and I would. Do, by the time Paige came, you just went. It was like, hey, that's good. It, it'll like make your immune system good, you know. Like, eat it. Well, but with Brooke, it was like sanitized. But I always wanted my house to be so perfect, and even like I just remember my Tupperware. Like my neighbors would come over because we all hung out together, and they would open up my cabinets. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't want anything out of place. Yeah. and that mm-hmm. was something so stupid. Maybe that's why Maddie is the way she is because I always wanted everything's so perfect i mean she always likes everything she's a perfectionist well i think you know what for me it was more of like i wanted everything to be perfect because that's what moms do and then it was like you know what and that you have to get this for this kid this for this kid and just have everything 
like so streamlined. And at this end of the day, we beat kids, ourselves up, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we really did. As a mom. Yeah. We really yeah. did. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know what? The kids don't care about all of those things. They're not looking for all the things that we think are so important about being a mom. Yeah. It's, that's not what's so important for them about being a mom. That's, they don't remember those things. Mm-mm. And that's what I kind of wish I had more time just to appreciate just enjoying motherhood. Yeah. Especially as mm-hmm. now that I'm cutting the cord, I wish I had spent more time just enjoying Ex- yeah. being yeah. a mom. And them. not cleaning, because all I did yeah. was clean. Yeah, hard. Because she had to do the laundry and cook and clean and mm-hmm. and and work part. You know, I yeah. worked part time because we, I, you know, mm-hmm. we couldn't afford all these kids. Right. Uh, sure. I remember and, everybody and to buy them everything we wanted. Yeah. We thought we had to get right. for them. Right. It's tough. It's tough. I remember I people saying now. to me, enjoy them. They grow up so fast. I didn't listen. And now mm-hmm. I think back to myself and I think, God, they were right. Like, mm-hmm. cause I wish mm-hmm. I could. I do wish I can go back, um, you know, when they were smaller and not worry about cleaning. And I didn't care. We had so many clothes. I didn't need to do laundry every day because I hated laundry. I still do. I don't like laundry in my you know, that's so stupid. I really wish I would have enjoyed yeah. the time. Here's one of my favorite memories. When first time mom, EJ was just born. I'm in the hospital. He is like a day old. And Evan comes in the room and I'm bawling. Oh. Bawling my <laughs> eyes out. He thought something like, like, what is wrong? And I have EJ in my arms. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's going to be turned 18 and then he's going to leave us. And oh, that's it. No, he's like, he's didn't. a day old. <laughs> and here you are. He's oh, leaving. A day old and he's already leaving. 18. Like He's like, we only have him for 18 years and he's going to leave us. And then we oh. won't have him in our house anymore. So I was cutting the cord when he was a day old. Yeah. So I- <laughs> now you blinked your eyes oh, and it's happening. He is and, 18 and he did leave. Yeah. And it, See, exactly. You're nuts just like us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. hilarious. No, they do grow up so, so fast. So fast. Mm. So fast. Yeah. But I love, I mean, they still need us. And I do. Of course they do. You know, and I've been seeing that a lot lately. I think my my kids really appreciate me more now than they ever have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they see what I do. And they see, you know, I hear them say, my mom makes us all different meals. She'll make you whatever you want. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's, nice. that's nice. It is funny. And they're like, really? My mom makes us eat. Yeah, you know, you know, like whatever. It's nice that they do see they need us. But and just as much as they need us, we need them. I I need my kids like my too. You know, I I need them. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I won't let them cut the cord for me because like I don't think they realize how much we need them. Right. You know, like like how much that phone call means, you know, like just to pick up the phone and, and call me. It, I don't think they realize how much that means to a mom. I love mm-hmm. when they FaceTime mm-hmm. me. Like Kenzie's FaceTime me three times and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm doing my podcast, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> I was at your house. She was in the other room. <laughs> I know they FaceTime Last me. Night when they, they FaceTime, they like, FaceTime. Just open your door, honey. She's right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maddie called me six times the other night at midnight because, and I didn't realize it because I was sleeping. And she goes, Mom, can you come sleep with me? I heard a noise. I'm like, Yep. I run it. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. I'm like, I love it. Mom yeah. to the rescue. They need, yeah. It's nice when they need us and mm-hmm. just as heartwarming when they realize we need them. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. and they and they do things 
like we do for them, they do it for us. Yeah. Maddie's always fixing my makeup on my face. I'm like, okay, thanks. But yeah, she'll like say, come here and fix me up. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. And, you know, important things in life, guys. They are. Can't have mascara under our eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have mascara under our eyes. Mom Brad. So the mom fail was when Maddie left Mackenzie at school and got the, on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so the mom brag would be. <laughs> well, it kind of ties into this week's topic of like cutting the cord because Nia and I have been out in LA for the last couple of years. We've had this great townhouse and we loved it. And while she was working, I was here and that was part of my job. It's like as long as I'm here, mm-hmm. but I've always made it very clear. Nia, I have a, I have a home. I have a husband. I have a life. Mm-hmm. My my job or my goal is not to be your roommate. Like I am not. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. As much as you think that I'm invested and I want to be here with you, like I'm not living vicariously through you, and I'm not going to be your roommate long term. But I want to mm-hmm. make sure you graduate from high school. Yeah, you're secure for whatever your next endeavor or your chapter is going to be, and that meant really like looking. Forward, like what are we going to do with you when you graduate high school and she's going to college and right before the pandemic hit like literally that weekend we were moving her out of her um the town home into our new apartment which she has with a roommate mm-hmm. her age that not her mother not her mama and melissa actually helped us move in it was it like was- I- it was you a- had to leave so quickly we threw stuff in my car yeah. bags and and we had stuff in storage, had shipping stuff oh. back, stowing stuff in her new apartment. Like literally, we threw everything into this apartment. So imagine moving from like a three-floor townhouse and throwing everything to our one-bedroom apartment. Uh, well, it's one bed because she has one bedroom. Yeah. Her roommate yeah, has the other sure. one. And so, and we left. We left the city. And I put all of her stuff away in her closet, though. Yeah, her closet had clothing set up, but all I the boxes she, were there. That's mm-hmm. what moms do. Because that's what moms do. <laughs> yeah. And so this weekend, this is my first time back in L.A. since March. And my goal was in a day and a half was to get her room together. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You so haven't been back. I haven't been back. This is my first time back. In, I told you it's because of you ladies. That's the only reason yeah, why I'm back. Yeah. Um, I came back and I, my goal was to, and this is this is very painful for me because I shared so much of Nia's, as we all have, I just shared mm-hmm. our children's childhood, but we've been together mm-hmm. since she was nine, traveling the world, mm-hmm. doing like this amazing mom-daughter adventure for such a long time. Yes. And here, this adventure is really coming to an end and if you will like the, this part of the adventure new like adventures it's a new on. One. Yeah. we're moving on so we're cutting the cord like i'm not sharing the la adventure with her anymore mm-hmm. she the new chapter on has started own. she's on her own yeah. i've gotten her room and her apartment settled for the most part shipping the rest of it back and you know it was and she was gone most of the day yesterday but it was actually kind of therapeutic for me to kind of do it on my own and just like, okay, she's she's good. She so did it. You did it in a day and a half. Yeah. Did you put that mirror? That's out? your mom brag. It's <laughs> mom brag. All moved in a <laughs> day and a half. The mirror said, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that mirror. That mirror is heavy. But yeah, it's like we got the you know the printer set up. The, she's the, set. She's mm-hmm. sad. She's sad. Can you come to my house and get me? Some? <laughs> <laughs> Call Brooke. She'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> mom yeah. for hire. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it was really an interesting experience for me to kind of do that, yeah. and I was like. I'm like, okay, job well done. She's yeah. she's ready. It's That's time. Exciting. And she came to my house mm-hmm. right after she picked up her new car. 
Yeah. She was like, and we all ran out. It was so fun. She goes, look. And then I was like, oh, do you see this button? And she goes, oh, they didn't show me that. And I'm like, so you just don't need your mom. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cute. she came running in the house. She goes, she was like, Maddie McKenzie, I want to show you my car. And they got Aww. in and they were so excited. You saw it first. I had not even seen it. So you saw it first. Like, she said, I have a mom car like Maddie. I'm like, they're Aww. both mom. It's so funny. She goes, we have mom cars. I'm like, no, you have safe cars. That's right. They're safe. Yeah. But I, I thought it was so sweet how she literally came right over yeah that's, that's it you were the first stop well how those are the things our kids will remember yeah. you know mm-hmm. when they look back yeah. and they talk about us as their mom mm-hmm. you know I hope she does it for her for her moms. family of course she will yeah, you know they live what they they learn what they live right and yeah. she'll teach treat her kids the same way mm-hmm. as we hope all our girls mm-hmm. do yeah it's bittersweet and children you know it's you know you're excited mm-hmm. for them for this new yeah, chapter it's bittersweet but you're word. sad yeah. but it's sad and i was like oh i can't believe it this is it because she did tell me she said i you know i want to see if i can stay a little bit longer before i start school and mm-hmm. you know she doesn't want to go back now no like, because right. it's all you know right exactly yeah she has a car she has a place set up it's nice to see when they succeed yes you're you're sad to see them like like when brooke moved here she came i I was a nervous wreck then she wasn't sure if she liked it Mm -hmm. you know and now it's like she got used to it she likes it so now i'm happy for her she got a good job and yeah i know she's happy she's moving on so as hard as it is to cut the cord sometimes you're proud of ending absolutely it it all works out she's so smart it's incredible how Mm -hmm. smart brooke is you just have that faith like you just have that faith and Mm -hmm. you can't obsess over it and you just trust that you've done a great job as a mom and you've done your best you can only do your best right and that's all you can do and you know we have good kids but good sometimes good kids do bad things oh absolutely (laughs) sometimes good moms do bad bad things things. right so you know it's a process we all make mistakes and that's nobody's perfect no no nobody's not even taylor not even Taylor. <laughs> she catched. There was a pause there. Did Not even Taylor. I thought about. No. no. <laughs> yeah, we're we're lucky. We're fortunate, and it's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun being a mom. Oh yeah, hardest best um, job I've ever done in my whole life. It's definitely hard. Well, it's I'm going to do senior dogs after my both of my girls are gone. So that's my new venture. Oh, my senior goodness. dogs, like you do. <laughs> you mean take care of senior dogs? Yeah. Mm. Huh. Well, so she finds more stuff <laughs> they're gonna move in with me but Craig just doesn't know yet he's senior too so <laughs> we'll stick him in a diaper and all the dogs in a diaper <laughs> oh my gosh he's gonna be so mad <laughs> when he has to wear diapers <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness oh, I'm so bad <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to us. You can listen to Because Mom Said So anywhere that podcasts are heard on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you listen to podcasts, send fan questions to our email account, Because Mom Said So 4 at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you subscribe and listen next time. Because Mom Said So. 